bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. We have, we have, in the 5 o'clock hour, nurses affecting change. Uh, If you know anybody who's a breast cancer survivor or any kind of cancer survivor or are a survivor yourself, Make sure you check out the 5 o'clock hour. We've got three ladies coming in. Um, Carla Harris, my spouse, RN. Um, we've got Julia Means, RN. And our very own general manager, Cherie Harris, my sister from another mother, um, is going to come in and talk about survivorship. And, and... Not necessarily the struggle of getting through, but the fact that they got through, right? And that um, that's a that's a pretty cool thing. We'll we'll talk about nurses affecting change for Entrepreneurship Tuesday, the organization, how it started. Uh, We'll we'll play some information from uh, Bonnie Anderson, who's the founder of Nurses Affecting Change. It'll 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 be uh, yeah. It'll be pretty cool. So make sure you check out the 5 o'clock hour. But don't turn away now because I'm here now. Did it? Is it supposed to snow this afternoon? Like, who who told it to snow? I'm offended. Who told it to snow? You know, as as I was thinking today, and I, and I know sometimes people watch this broadcast later. Uh, they listen on Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Um, my LinkedIn, 
um, Facebook, little places like that, right? So I was thinking, and of course I do a lot of that because I'm retired and I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> and um, I was thinking about things that threaten us. You know, the new year's coming. And as we're, we're, we're entering to this last quarter of the year, we, we need to start thinking about those things in our lives that um, threaten us. And so I think people actually do that. I think people look at things that are threatening. But I, but I, but I, I think we do it a little one-sided. We look at internal threats and external threats, right? But I, I think the external threat, for lack of a better phrase, we, we look at as like waterproofing, right? We, we spend a lot of time making sure no water gets in, right? If you, if you have a house and you want to make sure, you know, you might, you might put, not a moat, you might put, you know, dirt leaning away from your house so that when the rain falls it runs away you may put in gutters that are that are clog free to make sure that when it does rain the water then runs into the spout and into the ground and it goes away right we're really good at waterproofing we're good in our lives as human beings of keeping things out part of the problem is that we keep things out we keep people out we keep things out we keep pressures out. We keep problems out. And those are some of the things that we actually need to, to let in so that we can build up the same thing that I keep talking about, that persistence and resilience that helps us make it when the big stuff happens. But many times we don't. Many times we just kind of spend our time keeping everything away from us. Making sure everything is positive, everything is smooth, everything is, you know, there, there are no outside entities coming in. There, there's no water. I'm waterproof. You can't get in. I'm tight. Sewn up. And the problem is you're sewn up. But then there are internal things, right? Friends. The way we think. The way we act who we interact with, the way we respond. But the bottom line is that if you're going to spend that much time making sure your life is waterproof from the outside, don't you think you need to spend some time making sure things don't blow up from the inside? Things like self-sabotage, things like having Issues that we don't and won't get addressed. One of the best things that came out of COVID is helping people understand that it's it's okay to have a mental health issue and call a mental health issue what it is because everybody has one, right? Some small level of anxiety, some small level of, of obsessive compulsive disorder, right? We all have those little things. I have a little bit of that, a little obsessive compulsive. I also, especially when I was growing up, ADHD, all, all that, you know, I don't necessarily need medication for it, but just things that we have come internally to recognize. The problem is we're too busy 
making sure people speak to us the right way, making sure people don't say anything that makes us feel uneasy, making sure people don't, you know, do anything that makes us feel bad. And that's a problem. We spend an inordinate amount of time making sure our lives are waterproof. We don't let people in, things in, but it's the things on the inside that'll get you. It's those thoughts in your life that'll get you. Person I know this week just ended their life. After 35, 40 years in an occupation for whatever reason and decided not to get help even though they knew they needed help. Usually from the outside, we handle it fine. People see it. We can call, get help. But when it's on the inside, things can blow up on the inside. So the next time you are busy trying to stop what other people say, what other people think, what other people do, where other people are. Next time you're, you're, you're looking and thinking about what they're doing, I would challenge you to look inward. Handle yourself first, and odds are you won't worry about anybody else. You might spend some time ensure your life, your world, is fireproof. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Американская фирма Transceptor Technology приступила к производству компьютеров персональный спутник. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Milwaukee, we had a winner for the Gruber Law Office's 5K giveaway right here today on Halloween during the Truth with Sherwin-Hughes. Patricia was the $5,000 winner, so she'll be getting some loot so I want to say congratulations to Patricia for winning the Gruber Law Offices 5K giveaway uh, right here on the new 1017 The Truth. And we want to thank Gruber Law Offices for being a founding partner right here at 1017 The Truth. That's what I'm talking about. If there's ever a reason to listen to the truth besides the awesome information and the awesome time that you have and the great personalities and the fill-in hosts and everybody, you make sure... Make sure you keep it locked right here. 
833-212-1017 is the number. I came across an interesting article on Blavity. Have you heard of Blavity? It's like black.com, but it's Blavity.com. I'm just saying. This just in. Two United Airline flight attendants are suing the company, claiming that it almost solely uses younger white flight attendants on charter flights for the L.A. Dodgers, allegedly per the team's request. According to CBS News, I'm reading on Blavity.com, the lawsuit, which was filed with the Los Angeles Superior Court, alleges that several non-white female flight attendants were removed from Dodgers charter flights and were replaced with young, white, thin women who did not have to interview for the highly coveted positions. It also alleges that white United employees have engaged in racist, discriminatory and anti-Semitic behavior toward their non-white colleagues on those charter flights, which the suit states occurred about 60 times per baseball season. Darby Quisada, a plaintiff in the lawsuit, is black, Mexican and Jewish. She said that she was referred to as the flights. Get this flight maid because they needed a Mexican to clean the bathrooms. This is according to the lawsuit. She was also instructed to stop speaking Spanish with a Dodger player because we are in America. Quisada also claimed that she was told, you know, Jesus died for you, even though you don't believe and you don't look Jewish as well as, as well as other anti-Semitic remarks. Another black United employee, Dawn Todd, is also a plaintiff. She claims she endured retaliation after complaining about being removed from charter flights, not receiving the same benefits and perks as her white counterparts did on the charter flights and the racism and ageism she allegedly experienced while on the job. Todd told KCAL, K-C-A-L News on uh, this past Monday, it shouldn't be based on the color of my skin. I can't change it. She can't change it. Todd told Todd and Quisada told KCAL News that they were initially selected to be part of the United's charter team, but their assignments were repeatedly denied by the airlines, which they believe was due to their race and other physical biases. The attendants they chose over them were less experienced, didn't have to undergo an interview for the role. Todd and Quisada say they believe the replacement flight attendants were only selected over them because they have what's called the look. Blonde hair, blue eyes, Caucasian. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Is this the have Have you experienced this before? Is this the kind of thing that you have experienced where other people have been chosen? I mean, I know I have. I've been victim of that. I've I've been victim of being places and supposed to be chosen for certain things, but they let other people choose it. They, they, they let other people kind of, you know, massage what they wanted. That's one reason why some places I don't work at anymore. Some places I don't bother with anymore. Some places I don't go there anymore because it's not that I'm tired of it and I can't fight. It's that they're not worth it. And it's unfortunate. It, it's unfortunate. And, and I tell you, when other people get, What's, what's the word I'm looking for? When other people get scared or they think you can do their job, it is amazing 
how they respond and react. 833-212-1017. Have you been victim of replacement? Have you been a victim of we need somebody that don't look like you? Now, me, I'm not shocked that it still occurs. I think it's very subtle. I think those types of things are very subtle. Recognizing that black people like to hang with black people and white people like to hang with white people. That's one thing. But when you're in a business and you have people and you open up a job and you interview and you get it and then you get removed because somebody complained that they didn't want your kind. They didn't want black people there. So the flip side to that is, do you actually say, like, if you don't want me here, why am I here? Let me let me roll out. But you shouldn't have to quit your job because your job promised you some things and you fulfilled it and you trusted them. But then I guess what this entire conversation comes down to is this. Something I heard from People under 40. I guess I should ask one question and then make one statement. The statement is there's no loyalty in companies. Four companies, two companies, zero loyalty. It's about money and am I able to do what I need to do? And I'm not mad. But I've had multiple people when I said, for instance, do you have company loyalty? And they told me no. I asked, are you loyal to the where you work at? They said, absolutely not. If somebody else pays me more money, gives me better benefits or gives me what I'm looking for, I'm leaving. And I said, so you can make a quarter of a million dollars a year. And if somebody else said, hey, I'll give you X amount of days off and give you what you want, but you're going to make. I don't know, 200, would you take it? They say, yes. As long as I get what I want, me, that's all I care about. They say, because companies are not loyal to us. And I thought about that. I was like, wow. The problem was everybody I asked, do you believe in, are you loyal to a company? They, they, say, they say business is business and it's only to a point. And the point is not the business, it's them. And you know what? I'm not mad. Flip side, I had to explain to this person, too, that when the business don't want you anymore, you should just roll. Don't be mad because now the business isn't loyal to you. But here's my question. Is any business loyal to their employees? I mean, they talk about it, but are they really loyal to employees? Like, am I loyal to you when I pay you? Like, if I got to pay you $500 to do something for me, for the next two or three hours, am I loyal to you? No, I paid you. I expect this in return. That's it. That's the deal. And so I think we've become, we've, we've moved away from being transformative to transactional. And I think I work better like that. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. If you can't give me that, then I don't want this. And it sounds selfish, Am I being selfish? 833-212-1017. Am I? Am I? Am I? Let me check the talking text line. Am I, am I being selfish? 
are people being selfish or, or does it come down to money? You know? I mean, at some point, this is what you get. Oh, and another one. Looking at those job things, right? And they say, you know, and other duties as as assigned. Nope. That's an automatic no for me. I need a hard, fast, this is what I do. These are my job duties. That's it. All this other extra added stuff. No. I can't. Because I know I'm not. And if I can work from home two, three days out the week, I'm out. I'm sorry. 833-212-1017. Is, 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 is that important? Is job loyalty important? Because sometimes I get the feeling that they just want you to do your job. They don't really care. And those in leadership don't care either. To a point, they'll give you what you need in order to get the job done. But usually after that, it just kind of drops off. Just kind of rolls away. Al from Sherman Park, you're on the award winning 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing, Dr. Ken? Good. I'm, I'm going to say no. Um, you, you should have loyalty up to the point where you get your paycheck. Um, after that, not really, because I had this incident happen 2012, uh, back when I was working for it, right? So we go in and they have these quarterly or semi-annual all employees meeting. We're talking about how they're going to appreciate the employees and, you know, how they respect you. And the very next week they downsize the and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the last time I believe in that all that rah-rah, we appreciate our employees stuff. Because if they can have you go into a meeting one week and lay you off the next, uh, I'm done with that. So I, I stopped being loyal in that regard. Um, so now, Do, do, me, a, do, do me a favor, Al, while you're telling your story, uh, don't, don't give names of companies. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. What, what did you just say? I'm sorry. Don't give I'm names. Don't don't give names of companies when you when you do that. Oh, okay. All right. We don't want to think poorly of them. Okay. No, I don't. I don't want to be. You know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, as far as giving your loyalty, because now the way I work, the 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 employer makes it known that. You work basically uh, according to their business needs, the whims of their business needs, and they can change your off day at their whim, change your vacation day at their whim, <laughs> change your schedule at their whim. Right. On their business needs. So I don't see a lot of loyalty there. So as long as you do it their way, they're happy. Sure. As long as you. Yeah, so they also then, uh, you need to also make that, um, I guess, have that stance in your mind 
uh, as long as your needs are getting met, you give them what uh, you give them to the point where they're not uh, meeting your needs, then you just be ready to step on out. Move on, move but, on. but isn't that what you signed up for? They gave you what they gave up. you this offer and they said, this is how much money we're going to pay you. These are the benefits we're going to give you. And for that, we expect this. Um, so when I started with this particular role, it was just part-time for some income. Okay. It was just replacing some part-time income. And then um, I got mad at the first job. And I was like, you know what? They've offered me full-time so often. I think this time I'm finally going to take it because this other job is irritating me. Um, so then I went full-time. Now I'm kind of like, um, I'm just here. I'm just going to put in my time. I'm not doing overtime because they already uh, take enough time. <laughs> enough. Because, uh, how can I say? They put a lot of stress on me. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to volunteer for additional stress. Right. What, what tripped me out this last time was um, they used to say, well, if you want to be promoted, we'll um, – We'll let you make that decision when you're ready to be promoted. Well, this last time they told me, uh, we're just going to promote you because we want you to be promoted. And I had the conversation with my manager uh, when she asked how you feel about that. I said, well, you know what? I kind of will go along with it up to the point you're adding more stress to my life because <laughs> I wasn't seeing that promotion as a positive thing. I was just seeing it as um, more work to do because, Right. They know I'm one of their more reliable workers, and they know the other young people that come in could give a flying fig. They'd be gone in a heartbeat. Right. Um, but that's not what I signed up for you to work me to death. So. The money's going to be okay up to a certain point where I get too stressed out, where it's not beneficial, that I got to go. All right. Well, thank you much. All I guess, right. I guess yeah, for you, loyalty is no. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Be safe out there. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. The Greater Milwaukee Urban League's 38th Annual Black and White Ball is this Saturday, and we want to bring the celebration to you. Tune in to 1017 The Truth's Black and White Ball After Party, hosted by me, Dr. Ken Harris, and Tori Lowe, this Saturday, 10 p.m. to 11. Me and Tori will be joined by the Who's Who of Milwaukee and might have a few surprises coming in as well. So make sure you get in on all the fun by tuning in to the Black and White Ball After Party Show this Saturday, 10 to 11 p.m. If y'all can stay up that late, y'all know y'all gonna be out partying anyway. You may as well turn on the radio. You got the truth app on your phone. Just check it out right here on the award-winning 101.7 Duh Truth. Also want to remind you, it's College Month on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. So in November, right, in November, tomorrow, we want you to 
Listen up, because we want to help your young scholars get the free scholarship dollars. So all month long in the month of November, we'll be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships, local organizations who helps students find thousands of dollars in scholarships every year. So make sure you tune in to 1017 The Truth's College Month so you can learn how your scholar can get the scholarship dollars. College Month on the Truth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, and Associated Bank member FDIC. ABC. That's it. <laughs> I wish you could see what I see. All I see is this. Like, like eyes over the thing. Like, And then you can read them. They do this. Or, and... Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I, I can see when you smile because your cheeks get higher. Yeah. I can see when she says, Bum, shum, 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 there. You're like, oh, okay. You're like, huh? Yeah. yeah. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before the break, we were talking about loyalty. Is anybody loyal anymore? Like, I don't know. This country's just going to hell in a handbasket. Nobody's like, I don't know. I guess people just want what they want. And I guess there's nothing wrong with it, right? You make a conscious choice. You make a decision and you do it. And that's it. And I guess if a company pays you to do something, then that's all they pay you for. And you shouldn't have any expectations of anything extra, of anything, um, you know, being supported, any, anything. And that's why when I, when I look at things like diversity, equity, and inclusion and all those things, DEI, DIE, EDI, all that – in the end, it's not going to matter worth a hill of beans. And the reason it's not going to matter worth a hill of beans is a hill of beans is because you don't own the hill. And we just need to come to grips with that. We don't own the hill. If you don't own the hill, don't matter. If it's not in your name, it doesn't matter. And it's unfortunate. But when it comes to loyalty, it only goes so far, and then you got to perform or go. And I'm perfectly okay with that. The issue I'm having is what you're told and what actually happens sometimes doesn't line up. What would happen if a company was actually open? Like, what What would happen if there was honesty and everybody knew how much everybody made and what everybody did and what their job was? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder what that would look like. I wonder would loyalty be there? Or do people have more self-aggrandized um, worth.
like people make themselves worth more than than they really are. That's what I'm thinking. Do people make themselves worth more than they really are? I mean, like in their mind. In their in their mind, do people think they're worth more than they really are? And what are those accoutrements? So next week, I'm, I want to start looking at what what makes up success. Like what makes you like what that might be a little too much pressure for people, I guess. But I mean, what what when when you say you're doing great. What does that really mean and what does that look like? Or are those are, are there some things that you just lack? Therefore, you're not going to win. Like there's some very specific things in life that if you don't possess, you're not going to win. Education. Income. Stuff like that. 833-212-1017 is the number in the 5 o'clock hour, we got uh, Top 5 at 5, and then Nurses Affecting Change, Entrepreneurship Tuesday. All that and more coming up when we come back. Talking text line right here for you. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. to turn it down to see if I'm a sing. <laughs> Your love became a means of survival. See, they don't make music like that no more. They just make that. Actually, they do. They just remake everything. But they don't. And that's a ridiculous comeback. You're supposed to be a little more insulting or demeaning or something. I mean, really? You're supposed to say something like, with your old self, you probably don't understand nothing or remember nothing anyway. You don't have to say all that. Yes, you can. It's it's called dialogue. That's not dialogue. That's being rude. For you. But I was saying him saying it to me. Well, I still think it's rude. That's because it's a different generation. <laughs> and I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But before the break, we were talking about loyalty. We were talking about um, all those things. I'm going to hit the talk and text line from stuff we were talking about earlier. Wesley, say, Dr. Ken, on the topic of survival and you being a previous police officer, what do you suggest I do over here in Glendale and the Jewish community to protect my family and neighbors if a mob of unarmed Anti-Semitics attack my house. 
how far do I let them get in waiting for the police? Well, number one, I would never answer that question because I'm not in your mind. So your presence of mind and what you're thinking at the time will dictate what you do. What I would suggest you do is you call the Glendale Police Department and you speak to them and you voice your concerns. Um, I would have a meeting. This, this is all educational. This is not, I'm not giving advice. I'm just saying what I would do, not what you should do. Um, I would call the police, set up a meeting with a, with a supervisor, a sergeant or a lieutenant or above, probably a lieutenant or above. Um, I would, I would and, and make sure you force that. Say, I want to speak to somebody from command staff, lieutenant, captain, whatever. Um, have a meeting with them. Call a larger meeting of the community of your neighborhood and make sure that they get together and they understand um, the things that are, that, that are, are needed for your community, your, your concerns. Um, but but the, also have a meeting um, with a professional who can tell people and show people how to travel to be safe, how to drive, go shopping, um, when to let people in their home or, or how to make that decision. All, all those things you can do because it's, it's, it's important that you be safe. And, and in order to do that, you're, you're going to have to talk to a professional who can talk about personal safety, who can, who can talk about um, how to walk, what do you do when you see suspicious people, uh, when to call 911, when to call non-emergency. You know, and, and the Glendale Police Department is really good at, at dealing with those things and helping you understand their way of doing business. And so um, I, I think people should understand um, my physician was from Africa and she was Jewish. I mean, grew up Jewish, was, was bat mitzvah Jewish the whole nine, right? Young lady, 34, 35 years old from Africa, lives here. Americanized now, you know, she became an American citizen, went to, went to medical school here. She was Jewish, but she looks like African-American, black. She's from Africa. And so make no mistake, not everybody is, you know, looks the part of an Israeli or, or quote unquote Jewish. They just may, they may be from that region, but they may also have black skin too. Just to, just to, and so we all have to make sure that we're going to keep our families safe. Uh, that means listening and hearing things that people are saying, being able to differentiate between an idle threat and a threat that you should take serious. First of all, you should take all threats seriously, but that's what the police are for. Um, how far do I let them get in waiting for police? I don't know what that means. Um, what I would suggest anyone do if they have questions about that type of thing is to go to the state of Wisconsin or ask friends or ask the police department about courses in um, the concealed carry license. And it will then educate you on laws as it relates to protecting yourself, protecting your home, 
because it's not just cut and dry. It's not what you heard on Instagram or Facebook or X or or Snapchat or WhatsApp. It's, it's not or TikTok. It's not it's not that. It's what's going on in the state of Wisconsin at the time and where you are. And so be very careful. Um, safety is first. You make sure you take care of your family first. By that, I mean making sure you have all the information that you believe you need in order to make a clear, cogent decision as it relates to your safety. That's all. Thanks for the question, Wesley. That was uh, very important. Uh, The caller says, good, Doc. The challenge for those flight attendants and their attorneys is to provide proof that the Dodgers requested young, skinny um, white chicks. His writing, not mine. Actually, you say European chicks, but yeah. Somebody might have told them. They might have a written email. You know, there could be myriad things that that could be um, written that that basically says, you know, we don't want them. We, we, we kind of lean toward this. Unfortunately, living in America in 2023, I can see that happening. I can actually see somebody uh, saying that <clears throat> this is the kind we want. Now, the, the question is, what if black people did that? I mean, what if, what if, what if black people said, "Hey, you know what? Um, we want all black everything." The issue I have is when people make that decision for you. When people say, "Oh, I, th- I think a black person would be good there." Well, wh- why, why do you say that? I think it's said because then, when they make the decision to choose somebody that looks like them, they'll feel okay. Then I personally think that's a little unfortunate. You know, I'm just saying it's a little unfortunate because um, everybody should have a right to choose who they want and what they want and where they want to go. So, yeah. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me go back and see if I even answer this. Everybody has a right to sue. Everybody has a right to have their uh, grievances heard. And so when, when, they, when, when it gets heard, we'll, we'll find out. We will uh, definitely, we'll definitely find out whether or not it's going to fly. Um, I think uh, it's important to remember that, that they can do that, that they can, um, that they are able to sue and be heard in court and who knows they might win they just might win 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to truth in the afternoon when we come back top five at five and 